Hey everybody, welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this show, we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Mitch, and I'm here with... Alexander Bradshaw. Alex, we got a, like, a special request、mm-hmm. to make sure that you're on the show. Really? Yeah, they were like, we like Alex too. Sorry. Where is he? Yeah, I've been a bit busy recently, so... Been busy? Yeah. Well, today we're going to talk about a lot of fun things. We're going to talk about COVID, like we always do. We're going to talk about COVID shots, which you're going to have a say about, I think. Yeah. We're going to talk about how marriages in Japan are on the decline, thanks to COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Something you know about in and, great detail. And we're going to talk about、uh, how Abe's assassin was really actually successful in his mission, which is kind of sad.、Uh, and we're going to talk about some lighthearted things. Yes, as well. <laughs> about the,、uh, the heat in Japan and the Weather Association coming up with some new words to describe it. Yeah, actually I, have a, I actually want to talk to you about something that happened in the UK about that, anyways. What, that it was really hot? No, not just that, but yeah, sorry, continue.、Uh, we've also got a,、um, a police found a man next to the US Embassy in Tokyo carrying gunpowder, which is homemade for、yeah. a similar kind of thing. Yeah. We've got a limited sale of glasses that can halt or reverse nearsightedness. And finally, some robot arms replacing stock in Family Mart. Roll that intro. So I just got back from,、uh, from summer camp. Right, yeah. So it was our first like, English school event in three years. Yeah. And so we did, usually summer camp is like three nights, four days, and like, you know, it's pretty, pretty involved. But we just did like a summer camp light、right, one、okay. night.、Mm-hmm. It was really good to go back to normalcy a little bit. Right, right. And the kids really enjoyed it. We got lots of great smiling fi- pictures of them and everything. But, but all of my staff, we got back yesterday, right? Everybody was just dead because like we hadn't done something like that in so long. Yeah, yeah. Organizing an event with loads of people, right? It's、yeah. tiring. It? It's very tiring. We used, yeah. to, you used to do it all the time, right? I know, it was awful. I can't imagine how I did it, <laughs> to be honest with you. You know, I, I'm lucky that I have younger teachers. That I don't do any te- instruction anymore. I have the younger, more, you know, ganky teachers to do it.、Mm-hmm. But man, I'm looking at them like, I couldn't do that now. We're, what, how old are you? 42? 43. 43. I'm 40 this year. I'm just like, nah, I can't. No, don't have the energy to do that anymore. So I can watch and support <laughs> from the side. I can criticize from afar. I can say, no, don't do it that way. <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah. The, the, I think my cutest memory of it was like, so we, we go back to our respective cabins, and like at our cabin, we put on like a Disney movie. Right. And like it gets like the, you know, right before the, like the, the,、uh, the beginning or the end of Act Three where there's like the, the villain is doing something and whatever.、Mm-hmm. And like one of the kids says, Can you change this? It's too scary. <laughs> no. Like, I'm like, kiddo, it's a Disney movie. You'll be、yeah. okay. You'll survive. You'll be fine. What movie was it? It's Wreck It Ralph、uh, wrecks the, breaks the internet or something like that. How is that scary? Well, okay. So Ralph turns into a kind of like a virus in it and he turns、uh, into、right. like a kind of a bad character for a little、sure. while and、yeah. there's lots of him. Right. And so that was like, I don't think it was that the movie was scary. I think that the kids were away from their parents. Right. I see. And so in the, that environment, they were easily scared. What did you say to him to? Well, I just said, it's fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. And it was fine. Yeah. But. The next day, like when I was taking a shower, like I guess the kids like crowd around Josh and like, Mr. Josh, what did they say to you? So Mitch woke up to take a shower and all the kids woke up after that. And I was like trying to sleep as much as I could. And then I hear a thump, thump, thump. And I pull the blanket down. And all the kids are like standing in a semicircle around、mm-hmm. me. They're like, that movie was scary. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, there's Disney princesses in that movie. It's not a scary movie. But anyway, I could, I could understand their, 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 their feelings. But when we were discussing this afterwards, I was like, at summer camp, motherfucking teachers would like tell us horror stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scare the ever living shit out of us. Yeah. And I'm like, man, kids are really sheltered these days. You got to say,、uh, yeah, 
Get with it, Snowflake. <laughs> you can't tell that to a, like an eight-year-old. Yes, you can. <laughs> All right, let's get to the news. Uh, first, I want to talk with. Uh, let's see, what are you going to make fun of me about? Let's let's do the the most serious one first, okay? Yeah. So Shinzo Abe's assassin. I'm not going to say his name because fuck that guy. He uh, his his plan was to draw attention to the unification church that comes out of uh, South Korea. Do you know anything about these this church? The Moonies. I don't, the Moonies. Yeah, I don't really know much about them though. They're so. I just got done watching. Uh, Stay Sweet I think it's called on Netflix it's like the Mormon documentary mm-hmm. it's not the mainstream Mormons it's like the the kind of outcast Mormons who like do polygamy and stuff like that mm-hmm. and so I'm like wow I'm like super anti-religion right now right because like, I mean, it, it like affected me and then I read this story about the the Moonies and like the Unification Church have you ever seen their like mass weddings I've, I've seen a little bit of things like that and selling Bibles that cost thousands and thousands of pounds. Well, you know, if you're a religious leader, how are you going to pay for, you know, your Vegas trips? Well, I was watching that and thinking there is a business here. <laughs> they don't pay taxes. No, that's true. Think yeah. about it. Yeah, I know. So, uh, so, so what you're saying is we should start a religion. I'm just thinking what is the kind of figurehead of it? Because, you know, it's just... this is exactly how Scientology happened. Two yeah. guys, L. Ron Hubbard and his friend were on a boat. Right. As you do. Mm-hmm. And L. Ron Hubbard was initially, I hope you fucking sue us, Scientology. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> uh, the, he was originally uh, a science fiction writer. Yeah, yeah. I know so that, he's a yeah. fucking fake writer of books of fake books of fiction right? yeah right yeah. and then they had a bet with each other they're like I-, I bet you can't form a religion <laughs> i swear <laughs> to god this is how this worked and l ron hubbard actually was successful yeah and yeah, then yeah. he's like no that never happened because he like he realized yeah there's a business here yeah, yeah yeah and so like that's how scientology started welcome to the church so yeah. what i think we should do alex is you and i should start a religion yeah i don't know probably not worshipping me but I'm going to be some kind of key figure in it obviously what, what's the Scientology cross <laughs> they have like a fake Christian cross I think it's like an Ankh or something really so what we need to do is we need to take current like religious iconography and just kind of like make it a little different I think the cross looks like this it's right. like it's like an Ankh looking thing yeah yeah Josh can you google that oh no it's it's sorry it's like a, a cross oh it's just like somebody went to work in MS Paint with a <laughs> Christian cross that's what it is. So that's what we need. We just need to take something that's kind of... That looks like clip art. It, it is. I mean... I mean, it looks like they... Have you ever have you ever watched the South Park episode on Scientology? No. How they believe that, like, Xenu, I think that's the name, this alien guy, like, took, like, humans and threw them into volcanoes where they died and their their spirits remain on earth i think they i think they i think he threw them from d dc 10 planes or some, some sort of like world war ii era planes into volcanoes and, right oh it's great oh it sounds totally reasonable it's totally totally cool right tom cruise i mean he did make a good movie uh, the the new top gun is pretty good yeah well you know whatever. you know that's, so there, there was this have you ever seen the critical drinker uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great because he's always like he's always talking about how like famous people before would just say the lines that were read to them or that were given to them in a script. Yeah. So we respected them, but then they got on social media. Now we realize they're all lunatics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you can see behind the, the veil, and you're just like, wow, how mental they really are. So, so this guy who fucking assassinated Abe, which is you know, the, the, have you seen the memes? Mm-hmm. Like it's like. I'm an, a Japan expert and I'm, I'm here to tell you that is considered incredibly disrespectful to murder the prime minister of Japan. No, 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 it's because like everybody, like all these idiot, mostly Americans are like, is that a big deal? Right. You're right. like, yes, it's a big deal. Yeah. 
So anyway, so he, I guess, succeeded in his in his case to bring light to this church, and it's kind of becoming a problem because on Twitter there's like this thing. It it it, it translates to after all the Unification Church and the LDP are one and the same. It's like trending on Twitter, right? So he was kind of successful, I guess. Well, it's all a bit kind of conspiracy theory as well, isn't it? So, yeah, but yeah, in the end, to me, it's like. You don't reward the the asshole assassin. Like don't 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 inspire other people to do the same thing. Yeah. So well, keep- talking about that, actually, I've got a story here about um, somebody who was carrying gunpowder near the U.S. embassy in Tokyo. Yeah. So the police stopped this kid in his early twenties, who then told them apparently that he learned to make gunpowder on the internet and he wanted to throw it into the embassy. Yeah. Um, which made them look into him. So he's a university student, apparently. Well, then he's screwed, isn't he? Yeah, well, I don't know how illegal that is to carry gunpowder. So, well, he told him his intention was to do harm, though. Yeah, that's true. But how, how are you going to harm anybody carrying gunpowder? Well, in he a powder got half form? the way there. Okay, right. Okay, <laughs> carrying it in a powder form and throwing it what, into the entranceway. Maybe he didn't like watch that. the entire YouTube video. He didn't watch to the end. You know, when you were a kid, they used to have those like firecracker things. Do you remember those? Like they were twisted yeah. bits of paper and you throw them on the floor and they yeah. pop. Like once I emptied all of those out yeah. and lit it up in yeah. one go, and it just kind of fizzled out. Like I'm imagining that's the kind of you. You were you were not very successful. I, on the other hand, took uh, they were called whistling peats. They were like right. these little cylinders that when you lit them, they whistled really loudly. Yeah, I took all the gunpowder out of like several of these, put them into a Gerber baby food jar, mm-hmm. and made a bomb. Right, and I lit it off in like a vacant lot in Vegas where it's like in the summer where everything's like dry as a bone. Yeah. And some of the cotton swabs that I used to like compress it, like lit on fire and then like went over to a wooden fence and caught a wooden fence and two telephone poles on fire. That is so American. I was like eight. <laughs> the police came and I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. And they're like, oh, you're so cute. That's literally what happened. Nothing bad happened. You gotta love America. <laughs> Just don't care, do they? Just blow some shit up and they reward you. The fucking fire department came out and they were like, you're going to be in big trouble. And then they were just like, but just don't do it again. So you're burning down telephone poles and causing civil disobedience. I didn't disobedience. want to do that. I just wanted to make an explosion like you, but, but I was more successful. But your summer camp children are crying at Disney movies. It's like but that, no, crazy. no, no, those are my Japanese kids. They're adorable. They'd never do anything like that. I was an idiot American kid that did a lot of stupid things. Yeah, it's the adults that do it in Japan, apparently. Yeah. So, so, so why the American embassy? Is there a reason behind it? It doesn't seem there's any particular reason, but he was, um, you know, obviously must have been inspired by what happened with uh, yeah, the Prime Minister Abe as well. Yeah. So. I mean, it's scary because, you know, there's so much information out there. You can't contain it. It's like Pandora's box. Like anybody who wants to harm somebody can figure out how. Well, I remember you used to be able to get like bomb making manuals on um, what's it called? Floppy disk. Anarchist cookbook. Anarchist cookbook. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um so those things have always been around. It just is so much easier to get hold of the information now. It's slightly yeah. It's it's kind of a problem that we're going to have to deal with going forward with our technologically advanced civilizations. As technology gets more and more complicated, it's a lot easier and easier to do great amounts of harm on a larger scale. But at the same time, it's easier to track where everybody is and what they've done. Which so, China's you know. getting really good at. So yeah. you know, we'll see how that all works out. Let's do something a little bit more fun. Uh, and it's the pandemic delivers major blow to number of marriages in Japan. The coronavirus pandemic. Has has caused a major decline in the number of new marriages in Japan, with there expected to be some 150,000 fewer newly wedded couples than expected in the three years that end in 2022. Mitch, you're an expert on marriage, so why don't you tell us all about it? Well, um, I got as far as engagement, right, and we were wedding planning, and then the pandemic hit, and then stuff happened, and now I am single, ladies. So you didn't even <laughs> manage to get to the marriage stage. Okay, we got marriage. to planning. We got to planning like the food. Yeah. Of the wedding. Yeah. 
and then stuff happened. Well, I'm so glad that your bomb was so successful when you were eight years old. But <laughs> That's your, not your, mar- your marriage plans sucked incredibly I, badly. I realized from that whole thing, and to say nothing of the other party in this two-party situation, let's just forget <laughs> about that. But it, I learned about myself, okay, <laughs> that I should probably never get married. So wait, what? why is COVID stopping people getting married? Uh, because it's, it's the weddings. It's not getting married. It's the weddings. Right, okay. Not getting married. I took it one step for, for, further. It's just the weddings. They're but reducing. Josh, Josh got married during the pandemic, right? But he hasn't had a wedding yet. But Ending in two, 20, 2022, there hasn't been any weddings. That sounds great to me. Yeah, like, that's what I was saying during the pandemic. Yeah. I said, we don't have to have a wedding now. It's going to be awesome. Apparently, that's not what women think. Looking at someone's wife over off camera. But you can't, you just like have a holiday instead. Apparently, I don't know. what you, You're you the one that got married during the pandemic, Josh. What what was your guys' thought process on it? Well, I mean, we're just going to wait until after the pandemic isn't so serious and then have our, our parties and stuff. But I do know a couple of different uh, people who've gotten married that purposely aren't having a wedding. It's a be- perfect excuse, like, right? They're using it as an excuse. Right. Why would you go through the stress and all the hassle of that bullshit, stupid party that just stresses you out? I would say, like, especially in Japan, like, the whole... Business? It's, like, it's really a business yeah. to have a wedding party, more so than it is in America, I feel. Yeah. Getting changed so many times as well. And every time it's $5,000, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's this girl at work who um, is designing a wedding dress for her sister, which is pretty good. I was really surprised and she showed me the photos for it. And like she was asking me advice. I don't know why she was asking me. She was saying, which dress do you think is best? And one was like super frilly and looks like what Japanese people might like. And the other one was really simple and actually looked really good. White. No, it's like kind of sheen, like silvery mm. color. I don't know the color wise or whatever. But um, I said, you should go with that one. And I think they went with the frills. Yeah. So I think I think Western people like a wedding dress that's very simple yeah. clean and you know just just letting the bride be the beautiful part not the dress yeah it's not supposed to be over the top right right but in japan they're all like red or yellow or especially the cocktail dresses yeah crazy colors and the one the ones that really annoy me is the ones that come out in the dress and they come out in the kimono or vice versa and then mm-hmm. they come out like three more cocktail dresses like i'm like i don't care yeah you don't need to do 15 debuts at your fucking wedding sit down and have a drink <laughs> yeah i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the funny thing is that you got you know Japanese culture is so like demure and like restrained and stuff like that. I'm Except like, for weddings. Look at your dress. <laughs> what are you talking Except about? Except for weddings. I guess maybe that's why, because that's like their one chance to really just let go. Just go mental. Yeah, and it mentally costs a lot of money. I saw a lot of money, mental amount of money. Yeah, I don't actually go to weddings really because I find them, you know boring yeah well i have to and so i'm that's one good thing about the pandemic for me is i haven't had to go to a single wedding in three years yeah fucking great if josh invited me to his i would go oh did you hear that you want to go it's in hawaii Uh, i want to go more now you said that (laughs) (laughs) sounds all right well i mean say that to mitch i invited him and he's like nah fuck you nah (laughs) fuck you can't you do a zoom message (laughs) can i can i show up on an ipad to just like wheel me around (laughs) yeah i'll have my mom hold up an ipad you can drink at home and kind of participate probably be more fun than flying all the way to fucking maui if it was in honolulu i'd go Fuck you, Maui. I'm See, that makes no I'm, difference to me. I have no idea. Have you never been to Hawaii? No. Hawaii. Western people, why Western people? Europeans don't go to... Uh, you guys go to Spain or what? Greece or yeah, something. Yeah, we've got it all there. Yeah. Well, they're kicking... They, when you guys did Brexit, yeah. all the pensioners in Spain realized they couldn't stay there. I know, yeah. And they're like, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do now with our English pub that we've built? <laughs> yeah, crazy. All right, let's get to a fun story. 
I, got, so, I only got two COVID stories though, so. All right, well, Japanese Weather Association's created some new words to describe the, the merciless heat of the summer. So there are actually some uh, official government terms <laughs> for hot days. Yeah. Wow. Um, so one of them is when uh, the temperature rises above 35 degrees Celsius, uh, which is 95 degrees Fahrenheit, apparently. Whoever uses that anymore, I don't know. Freedom units. They're called freedom units. Freedom That's units. That's why it's an F. F-U. Freedom, freedom F- units. Freedom units. <laughs> so they call that a morshobi, which is a ferocious heat day in Japanese. And if it goes, uh, if the nighttime low is above 25 degrees Celsius, which is 77 degrees Fahrenheit. Don't need to say Fahrenheit. Fuck you, freedom units. Yeah, fuck you. I don't even know what a mile is anymore. People are like, it's like five miles away. I'm like, I don't even know what that means anymore. I like miles, though. You guys do stone. What's a stone? A stone is like a a weight thing. Yeah, but what? what's the kilograms? A stone is one twelfth of me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... I lost half a stone. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? That's pretty good. It's 6.35029 kilograms. Mind you, I'm probably about 80 kilograms now. What's so what's I'm 71 kilo- kilograms in stone? So I can tell you. You are not 71 kilograms. I'm 71 kilograms. Are you joking me? No. What's 71 kilograms? This is broccoli diet. Broccoli and chicken. What? Just put 71 there. 71. There you go. I'm 11 stone. I'm gonna tell it to people. I'm what's- 11 stone. The yeah. fuck? What do you? But you guys only use stone for when you measure your your body weight. Yeah, it's weird. Well, you're single, so you can work out whenever you want. Yeah, uh, isn't I, it I, great? I blame it on my family. <laughs> All that delicious food that my wife makes me. Yeah, she made me fat. Now that's the beer. So anyway, <laughs> at nighttime, yeah, it is the beer. Uh, Netaya, which is a tropical night, is yeah. another word that they use as well. So apparently they've made two new words for when it's super, super hot, <laughs> over 40 degrees Celsius, which is kokushobi. Is that right? Uh, cruel heat day. Cruel heat day. And uh, super tropical night, which is tō netaya. Tō. Tō just means very, right? Very, very netaya. Yeah. So whatever so i actually want to ask you a question did you see that i think it's sky news from your country where mm-hmm. this like blonde report uh, anchor woman asked a meteorologist about the coming heat wave which happened like three weeks ago yeah and she, he was like it's gonna be serious like people are gonna die blah 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 blah. and the blonde anchor was like oh you meteorologists are just so doom and gloom it's the weather we want to hear fun stories right did yeah. you not see that yeah yeah yeah. and then everybody like has paired that with the don't look up weather uh anchor yeah. lady yeah that movie don't look up i watched it right and i, I i'm a big fan of um satire and, generally yeah and i fucking hate that movie that movie's so good it's what are you talking shit. about it's so funny what a shit what's what's shit about it i don't want leonardo dicaprio and other hollywood a-lister stars doing satire and being oh. so clever with themselves when they're right up their own fucking asses. I really, no, I really hated it. Um, you hate it for the most random reason. You're like, I wanted them to have a B-lister to, 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 to... No, no, like Veep or something like that is a good satire of the American presidential. What is Veep? So Veep's a, a show that was made by a British guy, Scottish guy called Armando Iannucci, who uh, made a lot of satire in the UK and then went over to the US with it. And it's about the vice president... So, um, what's the name now? Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus plays uh, the vice president of the US, and it's all about her race to the top or whatever. So, it's a really well done, excellently written satire. But Don't Look Up was so obvious. It was like fucking kiddies level, you know. So, it wasn't so obvious because most people who watch Don't Look Up actually think that it's about the COVID pandemic and not about climate change. Right, right, right. Because... 
Because when they were filming it during the pandemic, they actually had to up it and make it even stupider because of COVID and the ridiculous things that people were doing. Yeah, but it's so dumb because it's like, this is a joke now. You know, it's just so obvious. I just looked at it from a British perspective and I was like, well done, Americans. You're trying <laughs> trying your best to make a funny satire. Okay, but, you guys do win with the comedians usually. I mean, like, American comedy's all... I mean, apart from Bill Burr and, like, good people. I mean, it is just kind of a bit obvious in that well okay okay most of the like the the timeless comedy troops do come from your uh, troops come from your country i i, I grant you that yeah okay like but, monty python right that the quest for the holy grail that movie will be remembered in a hundred years but don't look up will probably not so yeah i, I loathe don't look up i'm sorry to say i did I, watch it to the end but i didn't like i it. enjoyed it except for the ending where the the bad people got their comeuppance i don't i didn't appreciate that i wanted yeah. the bad guys just to get away with it because that's what happens in real life yeah the bad guys get away with the bad shit but the tech mogul guy as well, it was like, here's a tech mogul. This is oh, what they are like. Yeah. It's just like, so, you know, it's wheeled out. It was a bit too obvious for me. Anyway, yeah. okay. unpopular opinion. I don't care. <laughs> so I've got another one here about glasses. Uh, so I'm actually short-sighted, or I was, until I had laser surgery on my eyes. When did you do that? When I was like 25, no, 26 maybe. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't like revert back. You're no, fine. not all, because I was fairly young when I did it. So it's actually worked really well. And now I can, I've got laser vision. I can see anything. I'm becoming short-sighted. Right, okay. It's I don't mean like in my personality and character. I, well, that was there from the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> you asshole. It's, it's baked, that, into, that, your, is that baked your, into your nationality. Nothing yeah, well, we're only it. 250 years old or whatever yeah. the fuck. Uh, is that is that your British satire? Is that where you're going? Is that your British humor there? Yeah. Okay, thank yeah. you. That was just, a, just an entry-level one for It's you. just stingy. That's all it is, is stingy. No, I'm just uh, easing you in so you understand okay um, <laughs> so I had laser surgery and now you know precision vision okay can see anything um, but apparently they're making some new glasses that can create uh, myopia mm. just by wearing these glasses so yeah. they shoot kind of tiny lights into your retina Josh is going to put the picture in the in the YouTube thing it's it's have, crazy have looking. you got a picture of it I want to see what yeah it's like. crazy looking it's like a bunch of little prisms in the lens I'm guessing those kind of opticians glasses or something like that now you know they put on me yeah it kind of looks like that but a little bit more hardcore but um so it makes you blur your vision forcing you to look further ahead and exercising your eyes you know reducing pressure of the actual def definition yeah, yeah, yeah. eyeballs Ooh, would you walk that. around with those god no Just i'd rather be short-sighted <laughs> <laughs> fuck that they only have a limited run of them i think there's like 12 pairs or something Good. like that Good. <laughs> There's 70, what fucking hell, how much do they cost? 77 man. So that's like $5,700 a pair. But that's only because the yen is weak right now. That's about the buying power or about $7,000. Man, that's nuts. And there's only 20 pairs up. So 20 people are going to look like losers <laughs> and be able to see themselves well in the mirror. So glad you're on the show today, Alex. Uh, let's go through my uh, gloomy, like, gloomy stories and then we'll get to, what do you got left? Robot arms. Okay, we'll do that last. Okay, here we go. So Japan population falls by record 726,342 uh, people to 20, uh, one, 125 million people. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically people aren't having babies because of aforementioned wedding thing and also people are dying because of old people and yeah. There was a power cut in Kagoshima about 20, how many years ago was it now? It was about maybe 20 to 30 years ago. And the, the birth rate of babies went right up. Oh, uh, because the power went out for a while? Yeah. How long did the power... Uh, you mean with it, the... It kept going out with brownouts. Hatsui... What was it called? 
the flood. Uh, that and then after that as well, there were power outages for ages. So apparently the number of babies went right through the roof. I well, can't watch TV. Let's have some sex. Yeah. So just do that again. Oh, is that your solution? Did you just solve the problem? <laughs> yeah. So do it in a, maybe a winter just month. Just turn off Netflix. Netflix and chill. Where's Netflix? Well, <laughs> it's better get on with the chilling. You know what I mean? I remember some ESL forum where some Japanese person was confused about what Netflix and chill means. Right. They had yeah. to explain it to them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in some countries, like in America, for example, a lot of people had babies during COVID because there's nothing to do but fuck. Yeah. But that didn't happen here. Maybe it was social distance that was the problem. <laughs> I don't know. Did America do social distancing? They never really got that down, did they? <laughs> Not really. So it, it does, the, the article does end with, Okinawa was the only prefecture to see positive population growth of 186 persons. Wow. In the year. Well done. Uh, due to its relatively high birth weight. Also, the population shrank because no foreign people were moving here for because they couldn't get visas. So you're saying the foreign people are impregnating the local population. Well, hurry the fuck up. You did. You got two. I've done my job. I've done my job. My you, responsibility's finished. Married two kids. Married. No, no I, didn't, kids. I didn't marry two kids. Married with two kids. Right. Okay, good. Married, no kids, not even married. Any kids? Not that I know of. Not that I know of. Not that's that I know answer. of. That's the that's the that's the that's the correct answer. Some little blonde-haired Japanese kid running with, around with an somewhere. attitude and an ego. I'd be like, yeah. fuck, and a long and body, crossover teeth in the front, and be like, ooh, well, <laughs> we, we're, we're just checking all the boxes here. Do you have a failed marriage as well? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Japan to offer. I'm oh, gonna do this one too. Uh, on Japan on. to offer Omicron and COVID shot at, at least for two at least twice vaccinated people. Now, I would normally bring this one up. So basically, in the fall, they're gonna have Omicron specialized. Ah, uh, no, it's gonna be the normal COVID vaccine, but they're also gonna put in the Omicron, you know, protection as well. Okay. So my question to you, as someone who's been twice vaxxed, because I've been three three times vaxxed. Mm-hmm. You did not like your reaction to the second vax. Oh, God, no. And no. so would you do, if they included Omicron protections, would you do a third? No. <laughs> Why? What happened to you? I don't know if it's, I don't know if it was the shot, but so, it did happen. I had some really weird side effects. Might have been side effects. Might have been side Might effects, have been stress. But I had a lot of problems afterwards. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So things just like weird numbness in my arm and partially leg as well. Like waking up at night with uh apnea not being able to breathe yeah uh heart palpitations sounds like stress all no but it was like did the area did the arrogance come after the shot or was that before that was there always <laughs> but i'm glad to say a lot of those symptoms have gone now that's just good. good um but immediately after i had the second shot like I, when i get vaccines and stuff i don't care usually i'm just whatever hit yeah. me with it i you know whatever done lots of things like this before <laughs> um and Shh. when i had the second shot yeah about 10 minutes afterwards, I just felt really, really dizzy and sick. So, some people did have weird reactions to it, you know, regardless. So I kind of crawled out of the chair. I mean, I literally couldn't stand up. And I went to the nurse and I said, I think I'm having a bad reaction to this yeah. in Japanese. And she went, oh, uh, it's almost lunchtime. So, <laughs> so can you just sit down for 10 more minutes? And I said, I've got to drive after this to get home. Yeah. So I, I'm really not confident I can drive. And she says, just, just sit down for 10 more minutes and we'll see how things go. Yeah. And I kind of got, got back better. to normal a little bit. And then obviously I had the fever that everybody else had as well. And from then onwards, I just like, it was messed up basically. Yeah. Like, all these weird symptoms kept coming and going and stuff. And what's weird though, is that I know people that got triple vaccine on the like first, second, third vaccine, nothing happened. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just yeah. like I went out drinking. Uh, you know, one of our friends just went out drinking that night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now the third, the first, the I had Pfizer, Pfizer, Moderna. Pfizer, Pfizer wasn't that bad. I had Moderna, Moderna. Yeah. First one wasn't too bad. I had the injection, had a bit of a fever. Yeah. Whatever. Second one, God knows what happened. Maybe it was a dodgy batch. You never know. Yeah. I mean, they did make them quickly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, different companies made them too. So. I mean, I don't know. I think that if they offer it and it's if Omicron is still a, a nuisance like it is now, I'll, I'll consider it. But I think it's important for everybody to make a decision based on their own, yeah. you know, decision or whatever. I don't think um, you should base it on spurious fact of the internet and things like that. speak when, to medical professionals yeah when and, people are like i did my research i'm like no you googled it you fucking twat yeah it's not research speak to doctors yeah. make your own mind up at the end of the day they're not doing it for you they're looking at epidemiological statistics yeah also consider your risk factors like are you in a position that you might you know spread the virus to elderly or sick or something like that right yeah. so yeah that's that's a that's a very mature answer for you alex yes <laughs> Hey, okay. let's, get, let's go to our last story today. All right. So the last story I've got here is robot arms to replace shelf stockers at Family Mart in Japan. So uh, a company called uh, Telexistence, I think, and Family Mart are rolling out a fleet of artificial intelligence-driven robots which will restock shelves in 300 convenience stores across Japan. So a bit of a video of it now. Basically, they go inside the fridge like this and pick up the drinks on one side and put them on the other now, the, you the see, people do this, right? Yeah, so, people are doing it. And you, sometimes you're in store and they're doing it and it's freaky. Cause yeah, because you, you, you take a drink and then they put a new one in there. And you're it like, just goes, and you're like, oh shit, what are you like, doing? Okay, what's going so, on here? So, right, the solution to this, I'm sorry, instead of making a stupid looking robot like that, which is all cool and everything, is just move that back shelf forwards. <laughs> do you know what I mean? By like a fucking foot. And then you've got no problem. Yeah. What's the issue here? Yeah. I don't understand. But anyway, some companies made a bit of money out of it, so whatever. I have a question for you, Alex. So we're getting a Henna Hotel in, here in Kagoshima. Are we? Yeah, we are. Where's that? It's going right next to. It's going in front of Don Quixote on Tram Street. Oh right, okay. Okay, so what do you think about that? They're gonna have like a dinosaur that checks you in. Yeah, I've been to Henna Hotel and Henna Hotel means like strange hotel. Strange hotel. And it's yeah. in House Tambosu, which is the fr- fake. Holland? Is that what that is? Yeah, it's like a recreation of Amsterdam, central Amsterdam. So what they did was basically, I mean, the recreation of it was incredibly well done, actually. I've never been there. I refuse to go. Is it worth it? Uh, I loathe it. <laughs> so it's going to be awesome. More than any place on earth. Now, Wait, which I, one do you hate more? Don't Look Up or, or House Tembosu? <laughs> House Tembosu. Uh, I should definitely go there. Probably. I mean, it's all right. People who like it, fair enough, whatever. I'm not disparaging the people who run it. That's what, do what you like. But um, the, when they built it originally, it's really well done. I mean, it does look like Amsterdam. And really? they brought in, you know, builders who made the places there. The bricks and stuff come from there. The tulips come from there, whatever. But the problem with it is, is that they've taken all the interesting shit that's in Amsterdam. The like stuff that we can't mention. The drugs, the prostitutes, the no. detritus, the, the filth. The filth. Uh, that's not all there is in Amsterdam. There's the flavor, also the flavor of the place. Lots of really nice people as well, but and, and it's just very sterilized. You know what I mean? It looks like um, the Disney version of what people might think Amsterdam is like, yeah. but without the magic of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, it just sucks, man. Can you get a Sasebo burger there? 
Uh, I don't know if you can. Maybe you can actually. Yeah. Because uh, the only so my mom's hotel hometown is Sasebo. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing that Sasebo is good for is cheeseburgers. Yeah. I'm sorry if you live in Sasebo. Don't hate me. I really don't like my mom's hometown. It's not. I, it's, it's. I've never been. I don't think I've had a Sasebo burger either. Sasebo burgers are really good, but they're best from places outside of Sasebo making Sasebo burgers. Right. Okay. Yeah. They put the effort. <laughs> in there. Yeah. Not just the place. Yeah. So apparently Microsoft and NVIDIA have co- collaborated with the production of these uh, arms and they're called SCARA. Okay. Is the name S-C-A-R-A, which means what? Uh, Selective Compliance Assembly Robot Arm. Catchy. Um, <laughs> so the TX SCARA may be grabbing you a drink and passing it to you at a family mart near you soon. There are things that should be replaced with robots. There are things that, like you said, they just move that shelf over. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, what? What's the point? Or put it out front so you can see it. Yeah, so it's fun. Yeah, yeah. or you put ten yen in it, it, fucking moves or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. Weird. They should do something with fried chicken and robots. Why? Because I don't know. Chris Broad could make a video about it then, right? You know that that video where he did all the the fried chickens from Japan and he compared them. I saw that the minute he uploaded it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's gonna do zillions of views, and it did. And when we asked him about it, he's like, I fucking hate that video. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's like, he's like, because he does like high level art and kind of stupid videos too. Yeah, yeah. And he wants the high level art stuff to take off, which yeah. I understand. I get yeah. it. And that was a massive health risk. As well. <laughs> <laughs> All like cholesterol in one go. <laughs> it was a very Mental. good video. I did enjoy it though. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of fried chicken, I think you and I have to go to dinner now. But yep. that's been our show today. We had a little bit of a truncated show today because me and Josh are going away this weekend. When we normally film our, our episodes, we're going away. We're going to a little trip. Where are you going? Oita. Why are you going to Oita? Because my friend from Vegas lives there and then him and his wife haven't done anything since they got married. So I was like, oh, I'm driving there anyways. Let's go. <laughs> so it's a road trip plus Mitch. No, it's Mitch's road trip plus them. Right, okay. <laughs> you assholes. Fucking. Thanks for being on the show today, Alex. Love you lots. Love it. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. And a special thank you to our supporters on Patreon. Jan Myler, Jen, Justin Perkins, Ellen, and Dennis P. You guys rock. <laughs>